episode of Block Talk, presented by Fear in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. They're back, eh? The Queens of the North have arrived for a second season to slay the runway. Things will be looking a bit different on the judges panel, but 12 fierce competitors are ready to battle it out to snatch the crown of Canada's drag race. And guess what? We are here to fill you in on everything we know so far. Joining me to smack talk about the nice people of Canada are Tom McCannie and Ian Turnwald. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, ditto. Thank you. Um, let's get it out. Have either of you been to Canada before? Yeah. Um, half my family's Canadian and I have been a few times. It's a gorgeous country with a lot of trees. Um, yeah. There's a lot of trees. But yeah, it's, it's gorgeous up there. And, uh, my dad has definitely passed down a few Canadianisms, uh, that I have to explain with my accent, mm. but. Do you say a a lot? I don't say a, I can't say sorry, and I can't say all. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So you say also, sorry. Yeah, and I say sandwich, uh, but I don't even know if that's Canadian. Mm-hmm. I just mean my dad being weird. That, that's very possible. Now, and what part of Canada is this? Uh, he is from Montreal and then moved down mm-hmm. to Toronto a little bit later in life. Very cool. Ian, have you ever been to the Canada? Yes, I grew up in Michigan. And um, so I, I mean, I was right there. Um, and I went to school in, in near Detroit. So there is like the tunnel to Windsor right there. So mm-hmm. like when you turn 19, everyone goes to Windsor, yes. but you could, you could drink there legally. So we would all start like going to, um, we were going to Canada, like all the time, just like overnight, just like we'd cross the border, go and then get a hotel, and then come back. That was like a regular thing. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like so much fun. I have only been to Canada once. I've been to Toronto um, 21 years ago. So it's been some time, but I'd love to go back. Canada just seems like a fun land. It's fun yeah, to do there. So fun. Now, we are going to talk about Canada's Drag Race 2, which means there was a Canada's Drag Race 1. Did either of you catch the reunion episode? Yeah, it was uh, It was like interestingly produced. Um, was, I don't know. It was like, good. I thought it was good. Um, I really like that cast too. And it was like one of those ones with the whole like blur of how many drag race seasons have been coming out. Like it was one of the ones that really sticks to my, my memory of like loving a lot of those Queens. And like, I think Priyanka is like an incredible winner. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I thought it was fun. It wasn't like, you know, super eventful, but it was like nice to see all the girls. Yeah. I I did not catch it. I heard it was, I heard there was lots going on and I heard it was kind of long. Well. It was it was Almost an hour two hours. 20. Yeah, I was here okay. for it. I loved it. Length. Give me a year later reunion for all the shows. That I think is the best format because everyone's had their moments. And then you get the sissy smackdown where the queens actually have real life drama with each other. And you get to see that play out on television. Um, because that was probably the best part of the entire reunion. Um, and and Priyanka debut and come through, obviously. We want we love that song. But Canada's Drag Race 2. There are a couple things we know, and we're going to share them. 
The show will debut on October 14th on Crave and Out TV in Canada, Wild Presents Plus in the US, and I still believe BBC3 in the UK. The judges panel will feature Drag Race alum and season one trio host um, Brooklyn Heights, actress and season one guest judge Amanda Bruegel, stylist Brad Goreski, and season one's Canada's squirrel friend Tracy Melcher. It is believed that Amanda and Tracy will be rotating throughout the season. We'll see how that goes. Um, guest judges will include Biff Naked, Caitlin Cronenberg, Emma Hunter, Connor Jessup, Fifi Dobson, Gigi Gorgeous, Hollywood Jade, and Mitt Sow. Making special guest appearances are Priyanka, Bowman Martinez-Reed, and Tom Allison. How do we think about all the things I just shared? Any Anything stick out, exciting? Is like is this the the Bowman from like like making all the he he makes all the um like the drag race spoof or like reality show spoof videos TikTok things? I don't know. Maybe I haven't I've have not researched him yet. That's so wild. That would be uh that would be nuts. They he just started making content during the pandemic. What's his okay? So Bowman, what was the last name? Martinez Reed. Yeah, this, this, like, I knew Fifi Dobson. Um, I didn't know Fifi Dobson still existed, but cool for her. It is. Um, that's cool. Uh, I, I obviously know Gigi Gorgeous, but how, how, how do you feel about this new judges panel? I thought it was, like, it's been interesting seeing um, just the different information that's come out, like, about Jeffrey leaving the show. And obviously it was, like, super ill-received and I think he was like interviewed or something saying that he actually experienced a lot of racism on set from producers really encouraging him to like be this sort of uh reality tv character and he was fed lines and sort of told that he was going to be this like sassy black judge on the panel um and seeing that come out has been like really disappointing especially understanding like the reaction that he got and Obviously, I don't doubt that, like, he's probably busy and, like, his schedule is valid. But um, the biggest bummer, I think, is, like, Stacey not returning. I thought she was, like, really the highlight of that last season. And I'm not, they didn't really ever get into specifics of, like, why she wasn't able to do this season. But she was, like, for me, the RuPaul of this franchise with the looks, with the commentary. And she just seemed so connected to all the queens and so connected to drag as an art form that I was, like. Don't let, don't let Brooklyn Heights hear you say that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, it's a shame to lose Stacey. I think she was insightful. Um, again, all we know is COVID. That's all um, they, we've been told. We don't know if it's because she tested positive for COVID. She didn't get vaccinated. I don't know. It's I'm sure it'll be revealed eventually. Um, but I think the other three are going to be interesting. I really love Chelsea Mel Tracy Melcher. I'm a big fan of hers. So um, welcoming her is going to be great. Um, Amanda Bruegel, I thought was fun. She's definitely more of a fan um, than she was a like, household name, tale, right? Yes, she is. She, yeah, she, she um, yeah, she gets to have a lighter. Uh, well, spoiler alert: she's a, not as dark anymore. She doesn't have to have so much trauma. I mean, um, look, Brad we haven't Gare seen the season yet, so we don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> and Brad Brad Goreski is gay. That's all I got. Okay, which is also <laughs> Ross's qualification. <laughs> <laughs> literally um yeah no brad goreski uh, i mean we've known him for a long time he's definitely been a, a stylist to the stars so he's really going to fill in the stacy spot um 
And I, I think he was a judge on um, Project Runway at one point, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't really follow him for his um, career. Um, but I'm excited. What do you want to see out of this season? What are you, what are you hoping to see? Any themes, any lip syncs? I'm just hoping to see some, a little, I don't know. Sometimes it just seems like things can get, people are so interested in like making catchphrases or selling merch, which of course is an important thing, but I'm just looking for more like authentic moments. I don't need so many like tear jerking moments necessarily. I don't need to hear like too much trauma. I'm just looking for like that. people who people who are there to like share what they do. Yeah, I feel like have have become my favorite people on the show. Like people who are there just like I feel like to have a good time are so great to watch. Like I loved watching. Like that's why I liked Bimini so much. That's why I liked Crystal Method so much. Like not so nervous about the competition, <laughs> but maybe but enough that they're there that they would they they want to compete, but they're more interested and getting to create and like show yeah. what they and like show what they love to do. I love that. Yeah, I uh, I agree. And I think that like, as all of these, there's just so much drag race now, I feel like you start to associate each different franchise with like a certain thing. And I think uh, the first season of Canada was definitely like lip syncs and it was like all around a great season for performance. And uh, a lot of the runways were like pretty crunchy. And so I'd love to see, and I mean, based on this trailer, it seems like that's, like something you can hope for, yeah. but uh, I, I'd hope to see some of the fashion like brought up to the level of the performances because like, holy shit, those queens could perform in that first season. And I think that mm -hmm. that would be like cool to see an even more well-rounded kind of season because I thought Absolutely. the first one was so strong. Yeah, I mean, I as all of the international seasons we've had this past year alone, what I've always been um, a big fan of is the runways and the challenges that are so ingrained in the culture of the franchise. Mm -hmm. So I hope they continue doing that in a um, stronger way than they did last season. I feel like they leaned into it a little bit last season, but didn't really explain why it was so important, Though, especially the way they did in Drag Race España, where like it was part of the show. And I really love that. Um, and I'm here for giving us Canadian artists every week as the lip sync. So I hope that continues. And that, I, I hope that means we get more Celine Dion. Um, and more I, Deborah I have, Cox. Yeah, give sure, I'll take Deborah Cox. I mean, let, let, give me uh, Carly. Um, you know what? Fine, right. I'll take Justin Bieber if we need to. Right. Um, Listen, they had a Okay, Bruno fine, Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. We'll take Sean Mendes. Um, okay. We need gay representation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Sean Mendes. <laughs> um oh god <laughs> but yeah i I'm, I'm here for it and i love that we're gonna hopefully get more of that but i agree i was very low on this cast once we got the promos i was like okay well we're it's a downgrade from season one but once that trailer came out i was like all right now i'm excited now i'm yeah. i'm ready for canada's drag race season two shall we get into the queens let's go for it let's do it all right, so listeners, we're going from worst to first. We have all individually ranked our uh, 12 contestants um, and we have averaged them out and that is going to be the order that we speak of them. Um, very interesting, uh, but we're kind of unanimous on who's in the bottom. Coming in for last place for us, we have 
the 24 year old from Vancouver, British Columbia. It's Beth. She, her drag is all about big hair, big makeup, fat ass, and dainty tits. At least she's funny. She is indigenous two spirit and comes from a Medi background, meaning she is a mixture of European and indigenous. Best favorite song to lip sync to, according to the wiki, is Show Me Love by Robin. All right. Tom McCanny, kick us off. What do you think about Beth? Yeah. Um, so I thought she was like really funny and endearing in the Meet the Queens, but holy shit, was that look a disaster. Like there was so much going on. I to be fair, like I wasn't really enthusiastic about the theme of this promo. I think like candy past like we've seen that a lot and it's just a staple of drag, which is like great, but it's just not very inspiring and I think that like this this look was just so strange and like she was she had so much clothing on but like her boobs were just out and I feel like I, I don't know if like this needs to become a thing or like we should coin it a thing but I feel like breastplates need to have like a dicky or something at the bottom so that like queens can actually have their boobs out because there was just this harsh line that it seemed like she wanted mm -hmm. to like show everyone um so she seemed fun in the Meet the Queens. I just was not, I really fucking hated this look. Like really, it was so ugly to me. This look was a choice. I, yeah, I don't clashed. get, I'm like looking at it. There's like a line straight down the middle too, where it looks like, like the, like the shirt she was wearing, the nylon shirt she was wearing, like has a line in the front, but it's like not right through the center. It's like off center a little bit. I, yeah, I just don't know. And her, and yeah. I also can't <laughs> see her eyes. No, like, same. She's wearing these giant 301s. I don't know. It was just so much. And then the lollipops haphazardly stuck to the skirt. Yeah, this th there's a lot going on. So the look is by SKDB Creative, hair by Wig Daddy. Um, yeah, there is a lot of materials. There is a lot of commotion. I'm not sure what... I'm supposed to look at because there's just so much going on. Um, but in the Meet the Queens, and it, she is very endearing. Um, she is. If you, like, I have a burning question for everybody, and my burning question for Beth is: If you get Boa, Boa vibes, you're not alone. Will her lack of polish be her downfall, or can she make it up with personality? Clearly, Boa was able to do that um, and have a bit of a personality. I can't see that here. I, the looks are not going to be able to overcome the personality, especially in the second like, season. If this is the look that you're getting commissioned, like you're paying for this, Correct. even if you can sew, like I'm just so like worried about her taste level because like mm -hmm. you paid money to, to look like a disaster. And so what are you going to do when your budget is like being given to you and like you have to construct your own thing? Right. Um, I think the other big story that we obviously didn't really get in the Meet the Queens because they were what, barely a minute long. They were like 45 um, seconds. Yeah. Is <laughs> she is Indigenous Two Spirit, which um, we had from uh, Alona Verily last season. So I think this is something exciting and hopefully we can continue to have more contestants like this. But um, I don't think Beth is going to be lasting that long. And none of us really think that. I had her at 11. Uh, Tom McCanny at 10, Ian at 12. So we're, we're, we are very low on Beth. Mm. I will yeah. give this look a boot. Oh, a big old boot. Boot, 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 boot. The audience, 28% toot, 72% boot. Yeah, that okay. checks out. 
Anything else we want to say about Beth? I love her personality. Yeah. And I'm I hope. At, I looked at her out, out of drag and very, very pretty person. So that's nice. Yeah. I hope they last long. I, as I say every time, I hope I'm wrong. I hope my predictions are wrong. So we'll see. We'll see. Now, it's the next person I really don't think I'm going to be wrong, but um, <laughs> it is Ocean Aqua Black uh, from Quebec City, oh. Quebec. Her drag name comes from water being her favorite element, as well as aqua being a reference to her real surname. Black comes from the color of her skin. She loves to laugh at random things that I have n- that have nothing to do with anything. Her favorite song to lip sync to is Accept Me by Vanessa Mitchell. I am unfamiliar with that track. Um, she is the oldest of the cast at age 36. Um, we I've learned that she begins her shows with 56? the phrase 36. 56 oh, could have been oh believable, God. but I was 36, say, 36. That wig looks 56. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, that, that wig looks like a lot of things. Um, but my burning question for her is she begins her show with high group of uglies, but will she be part of that group and find herself as an early out? And I really think she will be. Um, there's nothing I'm a fa- fan of on this look. The promo look, there are no designers listed on her Instagram. Also, someone please help her with social media captions because she doesn't put any on any photograph. Um, so someone offer her help and help us out here. What, what, what are we doing? What, what is, what is I'm, I'm going to say something really controversial. Maybe yes. I actually, I actually kind of like the hair. It's giving me okay. troll vibes and I think it's really oh. fun. I think that maybe it could be, I don't know if I love it with this, but I think it's fun. Like, I, cause it, it's like, it's like, uh, Teresa Caputo, Karen, but like yeah. <laughs> at, with like um, with like some dye from Sally's Beauty Supply, like it's really I don't know it's fun. I like it. Um, but that's kind of where that ends for me. Um, I can't speak for makeup or anything. I think that looks fine. Um, but then the rest of it is just a little bit. Um, it just doesn't seem like maybe there's a lot of thought put into some things and just kind of put on a little haphazardly. Is what it kind of looks like. Yeah, she got the color assignment and said, these are the colors, put something together. And that's what happened. Because this this cape thing, um, yeah. these little fuzzy balls are um, literally fuzzy balls. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I think it's ironic that her name has to do with water and this wig is so dry. Like, the... <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I want to just break it down head to toe. Like, the wig, it looks like three... Like, you know, if you go to like a beauty supply store and you see those sort of um, Blanche Devereaux wigs, like the gray ones, it's like she found three colors of that and just stacked them on top of each other without like teasing them together or anything. And then she has this weird chain necklace. And then queens are doing this a lot. This is something that Eureka did a lot on All Stars where instead of wearing nails, they wear those nail gloves, but they're the ones that end at your wrist. And so it's obvious that it's not your skin. And this Mm -hmm. just looks like fabric, like she's boxing or something. And then she's wearing this dress, which is like fine, but then she has like roadkill on on her shoulder or something. And it's just, I, I will say she had one of my favorite Meet the Queens. She was the only one that like made me laugh. Um, and I get what you're saying about the troll thing. Like I, I, like I see that with the hair, but I don't know. I think they did her a, a favor in this promo shot of like hiding her behind that prop. 
Um, mm, I just the makeup yeah. and the drat. It's just she seems lovely and experienced, and like everyone in the season will like get along with her. She just is not gonna go far. Yeah, I, I yeah. fully agree with that. I think she is someone like Anastasia, who we learned never watched Drag Race. Um, I don't think she's cut out for Drag Race. Not that's not a reflection of you being a good or bad drag queen. Some people are not good for Drag Race. I think that's going to be Ocean here. Um, I'm not sure she has what it takes. That being said, if she is hilarious in confessionals, producers might keep her around an extra round or two. Right. So we'll see. This look, not my favorite. Um, it's a boot. 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 The audience agrees. 31% to 69% boot. Ooh. Um, where were we on this one? I had her dead last. Tom Candy at 11, Ian at 8. So pretty much at the bottom. And yeah, yeah. Next I up. I had a little bit of hope. Yeah, you did have hope. Um, but the <laughs> next one. I have hope on, and neither of you have hope on, and I oh. would love to know why. It is Cynthia Kiss, uh, 29 oh. years old from Vancouver, British Columbia. Her name is spelled with an S because it reminded her of synthesizer, synthopop, and synthetic. Kiss, because moi. Combined, she could picture it as a brand. She is the second Cynthia following Cynthia Lee Fontaine from Drag Race 8 and 9. Her favorite song to lip sync to is Look At Me by Jerry Hollowell. She is fun, fabulous, and bold, and enjoys being a cartoon at all times. All right, um, Ian, you had her at 11. Why solo? It was for me. Okay, so I think that she looks, I'm not even looking at it, um, but I remember. It was like color block, blue, pink, with a yellow shoe. Yep. Um, I remember thinking that she looks really good. She looks great. But there was something for me in the confessional. It's because it is television. So it is not confessional in her uh, Meet the Queens. It is, um, you know, it's, it could be whatever. Something seemed a little disgenuine to me or I didn't love the, some, the way she phrased something about um, stepping away and then coming back for this and here I am and let's hope. And I was like, well, you don't seem like you're, like you believe yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, 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 was, that was it for me. I, I, there was something disgenuous there um, that kind of, I was like, oh, okay well but um yeah i think she looks great i think that she you know as a picture but yeah yeah um yeah i had her at going home first i really thought her personality was like the opposite of what you want for tv um and i think she comes off as like that thing of she's aggressively fake nice where i don't think she comes off as necessarily like an asshole she just gives me that energy of like someone who is really trying to be hard to hard to be sweet and like never really talks about what their actual opinions are um mm. and then she kept talking about like her cheekbones and I was like why is that what you want to share like the first time anyone's meeting you uh and this whole look is it's like very matte and I don't know that if that's what you want for a promo where you're in a group shot you're being introduced to everyone and you're the one with the least amount of sparkle on you like not that that's a prerequisite for drag but this whole look screamed like morph suit to me, especially the gloves without nails, like those sort of stretch, like crash dummy colorful things that you wear. Um, I don't know if having a giant um, like pair of lips right on like the pussy was like a great idea. Um, 
I don't know, like her makeup looks nice, but when she said, I like to be a cartoon at all times, I'm like, you paint really soft and like, that's great and that's valid. But like, I, if I was getting anything from this, like it was not cartoon. It was like um, one of those Renta Disney princess who like goes to your kid's <laughs> birthday party. I just was yeah, not getting it, a lot from her. Yeah, that and that's all valid. And I think I was just in, intrigued by the comeback story because my burning question is, she disappeared from the scene, but will this be her grand comeback? I was like, something's up if you're going to cast her out of being away for two years. Yeah, like what did that um, even mean? Like she just yeah, stopped, I don't know. quit drag or something? Because she was still know. posting that, on her Instagram. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I'm sure there's maybe some dark drama somewhere or not. But Probably I, with I, one I, of these queens. Exactly. That's what I'm here. That's what's exciting. Um, but yeah, with the lips, she said it. She sees herself as a brand. Cynthia Kiss, she's giving you the lips right there. It is the wrong placement for it. Um, it is the wrong choice. But um, I have writ forth, and I think it's because I'm intrigued by the story that can come out of it more than the aesthetic that I'm seeing. Um, this look is, it is very plain. It is very simple, but she can paint. Um, and she looks like a typical Rue girl. Yeah. I'll give it a two. Yeah. I'm going to give it a boot. I'm going to give it a two. The audience kind of in the middle. 43% two, 57% boot. We'll yeah. see. Um, I have a feeling I'm definitely going to be wrong on her, but I don't know. We'll, I have we'll that see same feeling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, it is... The 23 year old for her. Oh, that one. Um, I had four, Annie at 12, Ian at 11. So you two were basically at the same place. Next up is the 23 year old from Calgary, Alberta, originally from Manila, Philippines. It is Stephanie Price. Um, in middle school, she was often teased and called Stephanie due to her femininity. So she channeled her inner inner Wonder Woman, aka Diana, Diana Prince. She is the first uh, Canada's drag race contestant to be from a province other than Ontario, Quebec, or British Columbia. She is the second Filipino to be on Canada's drag race after Kine on season one. She is a dancing queen. All right. Annie, give us your thoughts on Stephanie. Yeah. Um, I really am excited about this season. I, I want to preface that um, again. <laughs> I fucking hate this look. I It seems like mm. someone tried to dress up like Got Mixed th- season 13 promo from memory um, and did it with cotton, which I, I don't know why that was the material she chose, but I'm, I'm fatigued by two things. And we'll get to that because the theme of this promo, I think unofficially was pasties. But I'm fatigued by the whole like pop princess thing with this hair. Like it's well done and the hair's cute, but I, oh my God, I see this hair literally constantly. Um, And I'm fit. I'm just like a little done with the whole, like I'm a pop star. Look at all these cool colors that I'm wearing. And like, again, this look, it's just, it feels a little derivative. Um, And was she the one in the, the Meet the Queens who kept saying like, the house down boots, like Mama Yes, like it's it sort of seemed like she was like one of the robots from uh from uh Mars Attacks who like learned like saw like three movies about like human women and then decided to like quote that. Like mm. she seems lovely to work with. She just seems like really intense and like if if there's like one person from this cast that I forget, like it's it's her just because I 
it seemed like an amalgamation of like a ton of stuff I've seen before. But the trailer, she had like some cool looks. And so I'm interested to see how that works for her. Maybe I could be wrong, but I just, I didn't respond well to her interview. And I, I've seen better versions of this look a lot. All right. I was so blinded by, I love someone who has so much confidence. I think it's so fun. And it seems like genuine confidence that I bought into. So I really, but now that I'm looking at it, cause it's been a minute, I didn't notice the cotton ball earrings. And I also didn't notice <laughs> the, like the loofahs on the arm. But now that I'm seeing them. It gets worse more I, you look at it. Yeah, the more I look at it, it's, it's definitely <laughs> changing. It's getting scarier. Um, and, I, and I know what you mean about the hair. I, again, I'm just like, I, I think I said, oh, I look, there's color. Oh, that's fun. Nice. She really understood the assignment. That's cute. I, I think that the confidence with it and the things that she was saying, I was like buying and thinking like, because it is something that I've seen before. Exactly that. So it's yeah. something that I think will do well on the show. So I think that that mm -hmm. is something that will will serve her well, being the way that she, I think, that, I do think she's going to go pretty far um, and I'm excited to see her. I think that, especially if she's a dancer, I think that she'll have a few episodes, even if she does end up in the bottom somehow. I think that would be, um, yeah, I'm really excited for her. I, I can't say that I think that the look is great anymore, but I think that, <laughs> that the person behind all of it, I think is, I think it's great. I also yeah, think she's think... really pretty, like in the face, like her paint is nice. Mm -hmm. I, Cause I, yeah. I realized that I ripped her apart a little and she seems like very pretty. Yeah, no, I think she is very, very pretty. She's got a great beat. She has, did uh, understand the assignment. They said probably confectionery. She's giving you uh, a confectionery look. Um, the hair is by uh, Bia Mirage. Nails by Indigo. Look by Stephanie. So she made her own look. So can only blame her. Um, yeah, I, I think the colors are there. I like the colors. I do think the wig is, we've seen a lot, but... I think I would have loved it in, the, in a softer pink to match the rest of the pink because the, the darker mm. pink is just a little bold. Um, my burning question for her is, Stephanie will give you a brutally honest answer. Will she be there just to cause a ruckus in Untucked? Mm. I think that's what her placement of the show is. Um, I think she's going to be there to cause a little stir and also you know, to check off the, look, we have a Calgary queen. Um, because we haven't had anyone from Alberta before. Um, but yeah, I think she definitely, again, is another one who has the, the, the goods of a typical drag race contestant. Can she succeed? And we'll see. I had her at nine, Annie at eight, Ian at three. So more middle of the pack, but you have, you have the most uh, hope on her. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Person. I like this look. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it a soft boot because it's fine. It's just a less well-executed version of stuff that we've seen. I'm going to pretend I didn't look so closely and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> All right. So the audience, yeah. enjoy this one. 81% to 19% boot. Next up is a tie. So we're going to go with the one who had the overall lower placements. Um, and that is going to be Adriana um, from Quebec City, Quebec, originally from Bogota, Colombia. 
Alongside season two's Isis Couture, Adriana is one of the first queens of Latin American descent to compete on Canada's Drag Race. Adriana is the very first contestant in the Drag Race franchise to be of Colombian origin. Adriana immigrated to Quebec City from Colombia to join her mother at the age of 16, not knowing how to speak English or French. Season one's Kiara is her drag sister, sharing the same drag mom, Stevie Shotzi. Season two's Ocean Aqua Black is her drag aunt. Her favorite song to lip sync to is My Prerogative by Britney Spears, and she says her drag is all about looks, face, drama, acting, dancing, and lip sync. So basically, she's a drag queen. (laughs) Yeah. But I am very intrigued by her. Um, I was intrigued by the story and by the look. I only have her at eight because I don't see her. I think there are just queens that are better than her um, comparatively. So I don't see her last going too far toward the end, but I'm very, very intrigued by her and this look. Um, the hair is by Stefan Scotto de Césaire, look by Monique V and Radaggio. I think this look is stunning. It is just, it's just so playful. The, the feathers are gorgeous. Um, the hair matches beautifully again she got the assignment correct the only thing i find interesting is the way she paints because it's not like a typical drag queen you're not seeing the lines you're not seeing the the, the texture very much like ella of a day over on uh drag race uk yeah it's very womanly and unfortunately there is not a woman underneath um so you're seeing the things that you usually soften up with makeup that's my only issue with adriana otherwise this look is one of my favorites of the the um promos i just realized and she's wearing a ring pop as a ring that is correct <laughs> she is wearing a ring pop um <laughs> and who doesn't love a ring pop i've always joked that the, whoever i'm going to end up marrying is going to get a ring pop first they will hate me for about 10 <laughs> minutes they'll say yes and then i'll give them the real ring Ew. and what do you think about adriana I think she looks great. I think I I remember in her uh, Meet the Queens, she was very, uh, I was really interested. I think that she's going to bring a lot to the show. I think she looks fantastic. Um, I, I mean, I this is just like a small thing. I So like the feathers at the top, it doesn't go all the way down, which mm-hmm. is fine, but it just kind of looks like maybe like they there was a lot to give up here. And then they were like, and then this is just down here. But like, that's, I mean, that's fine. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited. I placed her pretty high because I think that she's going to do well. And I, yeah, great. Very excited to see what she has to offer. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like this wig. I think we see a lot of the like squiggly wiggly hair nowadays. And this is like, well done. Because there's a lot Mm -hmm. of ways to fuck that up. Um, This look is like fine for me. I... I think it looks really flattering sitting down, but when she stands up, the way that they have the ruffles is kind of in an, un- like it really shortens her torso. Um, so I think this sitting down picture of her is like not super representative of the look. It, it gives me a little like, this was one of the first things she got custom and decided to throw a lot of stuff on it. Nude illusion, feathers, tool, holographic, but I still think she looks nice. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you about the makeup. I I just don't think it's, where it needs like I think sometimes when you have the personality like you're comfortable auditioning for drag race and like doing your thing or whatever personally like I I think that 
a lot of queens have waited or like held off on auditioning because their makeup isn't where they want it for TV. Um, but she seems like one of those queens who from the promo, you can see that the show is gonna like really kind of make her this season's mascot in a lot of ways. She's gonna be the one who gives the memes. She's gonna be, uh, I think for at least however long she lasts, I put her like halfway, um, kind of the talking head of the season. She seems like a sweetheart. Uh, this look is like perfectly okay. Uh, and she seems just like really funny. And so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. My burning question for her is she's got a spicy side. Will we see the sweet French Canadian or the feisty Colombian this season? For I just um, cannot believe that she's the first Colombian to be on any of the franchises. That's at this crazy. Point, which is crazy. Because um, I know a bunch of Colombian drag queens who are great. Um, so let's champion Adriana. Hope she does well and bring more on. But I, I, I'm intrigued by her. I, I again, I have her at nine um, because I'm I'm worried about the makeup. I'm really worried about the makeup, um, especially when you have someone like Brooklyn Heights who's going to analyze her makeup every fucking week. Um, but I'm I, I, I'm intrigued. If I'm wrong, this is the of the entire cast. This is the one I want to be wrong on yeah. because I think she is very exciting. Um, this look. It's probably one of my favorites. I'll give it a toot. Yeah, toot. Toot. Audience agrees. 93% to 7% boot. I had her at uh, 8. Tom McCannie at... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I had her at... Uh, yeah, at 8. Tom McCannie at 7. Ian at 4. And tying Adriana is... Suki Doll. Uh, 28 years old from Montreal, Quebec. She says she is sassy, fierce, and fashionable. She is an actress. Her background is Vietnamese, Chinese, and Cambodian and incorporates that into her looks and designs. Her favorite song to lip sync to is Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. Ian, kick us off on Suki Doll. I think that this hair is so cool. I think <laughs> it's so cool. I think the yeah. makeup is so cool. I, I love that even with the, with there's the blue contact with the blue eye, but then like they still continued with the, the same, it, it's just so cool and like so simple looking, but like mm -hmm. you just know that it's not. Like I love when I see things that make it look really easy or like very like, oh, like effortless, but you, but like in reality is actually probably very difficult. Um, yeah. I think that that is, or like how this was all curated and made up is so wild. Um, was so authentic and so um, interesting in the interview. Um, I love what they're, I'm super excited to see what they bring. I think that she's going to be incredible. I, I can't wait. I think that it'll be really, really fun. Like looking at this image again, looking at these, I'm, I'm so excited. I don't remember if I saw anything of hers in the trailer. Um, so she that had makes me a little the nervous. One look, she had one of the looks that I remembered the most. It was this like giant kind of Mandarin collar with like peacocks and like, hair ornaments it was like so stunning i'm so excited yeah i'm really really excited about this screen i agree i this was one of my favorite looks of the promo i think it's like like you were saying it seems so streamlined but it's like so avant-garde and she did th this was also one of the only shots that i felt like the um the props that they gave her like actually worked with her costume um, I think that wig is so fucking cool. Like I, at first I thought it was like Mardi Gras beads, but it seems like it's a different kind of textile. Um, oh, I just really am into this look. I'm really into this queen. Um, she seems like she's going to be one of the breakout stars from the season. She seems like super memeable. She seems fucking hilarious. And she seems 
like based on this and the trailer and her Instagram, I think she's going to probably be like the runway girl of the season. Um, and her makeup is also some of the best of the cast, which I think like we saw how the Queens were lit last season. So I think like having good makeup <laughs> walking in will like serve you well. But I, yeah. I'm super obsessed with her. I'm not as high, but I'm also very intrigued because again, my burning question is she's going to bring her culture. Will the judges allow it every week? Because let's be real. Sometimes they're going to say diversity, but this is the diversity we're looking for. I want to know how heavy that wig is. It's got to be neck breaking almost. Um, Because like when you just look at it, you're like, okay, that's an interesting material. But then in the meet the Queens and you analyze it, you're like, that is so intricate. That being said, the look by Johannes Warnicke, hair by Stephanie Scotto de Cesar. I don't love the look. I <laughs> am missing body, body, Adi. Um, it is so, it lo- it's a plank. There is no definition to it. Um, again, we got the pasties going on um, in through that the mesh, but it's just, it's broken up in such a weird way. Like, I don't, it, th- this look wouldn't be suited for a belt, but it needs something to break up that middle part for me. Um, but you have to appreciate the um, the cascade of color. It is perfection. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. And I also think that you have to play this game as like a viewer of Drag Race of, is it fashionable or is she just skinny? Um, and I think that like, <laughs> this is like great. And I actually think this look would be adorable on someone who's like slightly thicker. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do think that with how effective like the neck up is, the silhouette at the bottom, like it's just such a cool silhouette at her head and those shoulders that I, I see what you mean. Even if like you keep the chest flat, which I think is like sick in drag, um, if that's what you want to give. Um, like some, even if she just like wasn't cinched or anything and just that skirt, there's those weird seams that look like they're kind of hoop skirts. Right. Um, mm-hmm. If she really had made those super huge and like kind of had these weird spikes in the skirt, like I, I see what you're saying, but I think the palette of the look kind of sold me in a different direction. Yeah. I'll give it a boot. I think it's a huge toot. I think it's a huge toot. I'm just like looking through instagram right now and incredible wow. artist that mm-hmm. look with the red ball yeah yes. incredible oh wow, 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 wow the audience was not a fan of this look though they were 31 percent toot 69 percent boot wow yeah um so our placements here i had her at six annie at three ian at 10 we'll see i know we're kind of why didn't i do 10 i disagree <laughs> with myself i'm like what was i thinking like i'm looking at that what i don't know you were like, she's an icon. Anyway. She's stunning. She's great. She's going home second. <laughs> she got like, she's great. And and goodbye. Goodbye. Right. I, I completely disagree with myself anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move into the girl who is coming in at sixth place. It is Kamora Amor, 33 years old from Scarborough, Ontario. Uh, Kamora is the second contestant in the Drag Race franchise to be named Kamora after Kamora Black of season nine. Kamora is a nurse. She has a son. Her favorite song to lip sync to is Lucy by Destro. I have no idea what that is, but she is glitter stones and feathers and her drag comes from Afrofuturism. All right. Who's starting us off? Annie, kick us off. Yeah. Um, 
so I have like a good feeling about her. I think she seems super professional. I have so much respect for pageant drag. I think the like seriousness of it is just like super cool. And like people just take it so professionally. And like, I, I love when we get, especially she's in her 30s, she's not old, but like, um, I- Thank you for saying that. I appreciate 30, that. Gay men are weird when it comes to thinking that 30 is when you enter the casket. It's it's very strange. But um, yeah. I think the fact that she's so seasoned within the pageant circuit is exciting. Um, I don't know if she's seasoned enough to know that blue blush is something you should avoid. Um, yeah. But I, and I like everything that she was talking about in her Meet the Queens. I just really don't like this look. I, I think the Kente is like gorgeous and was so perfect for the theme. Um, and then the fact that she mixed it with like sock material and then paired it with a, a hair loaf, blue blush, and then two, like the styling was an issue because I thought that fabric was gorgeous. And like, she's a pageant queen, like I bet you she made this. Um, I just think the styling was really strange, but um, she seems like a cool competitor. And I heard the stuff in the trailer that she had looked really nice. Ian, what do you think? I have to agree. I, I think it's a thing where like, I love seeing queens who are like come from the pageant world. They're always just seem so professional. They're always ready for this show in such, a, such yeah. a, an odd way. Like even without having like, I mean, you even want to go to like Anastasia who said like she didn't watch Drag Race, but she still was like, still made it a couple episodes in. Like, yeah. even, but that's without even seeing anything. Like they just, I feel like it's a natural, like it's a competition. So they're ready to bring it. They know how to show themselves off. They know how to work with the materials that they're given. I think that I'm super excited. I think she'll do well, but I do agree. I remember, and again, I'm not, I'm not someone to say anything about anything, but I was like watching the Meet the Queens. I was like, why did she put blue blush on? I was like, it's so dark. Weird. I was like, I was like, why did she do that? I was like, that is that looks silly. But I mean, uh, other than a couple of those things, I was like, yeah, yeah. The look doesn't bother me so much. I, again, I just don't think I know enough, but I think it looks great. I think she looks like she's going to be a really fun person to watch. I think she's going to do well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm very much intrigued. Uh, my burning question is she is a pageant girl, but can she win this big pageant? I think it's definitely possible. Um, it's very interesting that like the promo picture, they have her in front of the giant lollipop. So you don't see what she's wearing. She's but at so the end covered. Of the, yeah. But at the end of the day, it is a leotard. It, it, it's advanced it's elevated but it is a little hard um i think the color palette is stunning and you you, you both nailed it um why the blue i am someone who has such issues with asymmetry to begin with so how, doing the blue and pink i was like you're you're hurting my eyes you're hurting my brain um if you just went with the pink this would be out of this world incredible um but yeah look by grc jewels by lag concepts I, I, I'm intrigued. I think, um, again, if she's a pageant girl, she could have come out here wearing a pageant gown that fit the theme and looked incredible. She is ready to adapt to drag race. And that is something that um, some pageant girls just can't do. Um, I'll give this look a toot. Um, I think the blue blush like just pushed it over to boot more than toot for me, but I think that she <laughs> right. seems... I think she'll do well, and I, I like her. Yeah, the audience, 76% to 24% boot. Where do we have her? I had her at 7, Annie at 5, Ian at 6. Basically in the middle, right? Kind of where we had her. So I think th I think this one we got. I think we got, we're, we're good on her. 
Yeah. All right. Fifth place. Um, would have been higher if I didn't tank her. Um, it is Pythia. Uh, 25 years old, originally from Greece, current city, Montreal, Quebec. She is named, uh, they're named after the ancient Greek oracle of the god of art. They identify as non-binary and believes gender is fake and canceled. Um, they grew up in Greece and moved to Canada at age 14. They associated with the other and has an infinity for witches and villains. Pythia's favorite song to lip sync to is Violence by Grimes. I'm so intrigued and confused and delighted and yet i'm the one who's lowest on pythia um i had them at 10 why because when brooklyn heights is there i don't know if brooklyn heights is going to accept this drag that's my only fear because let's let's be honest legs out and hairs out she that that that's not brooklyn heights drag um but this look is so incredible it's so cool i feel like Oh, I just went straight for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I, I feel like I see some, I feel like I've been seeing more and more of this type of drag on uh, Drag Race, which is why I don't share those mm-hmm. views. I think that, I think that this is, I think she looks amazing. I mean, this is great. I mean, she, this, whoever, whoever made this, I mean, if it was her, that's incredible. But, it was. It I was mean, Pythia it's, and it's Hannah It's so Artificial. fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Like, I, I really, really enjoy that. Definitely, I can. I love that I can see like into her mind and like looking at this. I think that that is so 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 fun. I think, yeah, I think she looks great. Um, I found her really entertaining. I thought she was really. Um, she seemed pretty genuine to me. Uh, I don't like the shoes, but um, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. they just look like there's a little. I don't know why that why that's happening, but um, they yeah, look like those booties great. you wear at the hospital. Yeah, very that. <laughs> like I adore uh, Britta Filter. I think she's an icon, but she did a lot of this on her season where she would like uh, build props around her heels and it would look like she was walking in tissue boxes. Uh, and it was so strange to me. And I think when someone tries to correlate a shoe with a look, they make like those cosplay kind of boot covers, which is like a great cheap way to do that. But sometimes they build it out. And I, I fucking am so into this look. I think the material was the wrong choice because it reads sort of a sleeping bag. Like if she did this in vinyl or something and it was shiny and had like a wetness to it. I think she's trying to do like melted ice cream or something. Yeah. Um, I think if this was vinyl or even just kind of like a sequined uh, spandex or something, like I think it would have served the look a little bit better. Uh, The only thing I kind of wish is that this is what I do. I'm a hairy queen, um, but I'm really into doing that like half body, half like hairy kind of thing. I think if she was like, really cinched and padded and was wearing tights and then lost the green shirt and then had the hairy chest out. I think that that would have been an, a more interesting way of showcasing your body hair um, because I think her legs just look so skinny compared to this huge silhouette that I think if you want to give that kind of gender fuck thing, I think with this silhouette, having pads on and then showcasing the hair somewhere else might have served it better. I think this is great. She's going to be the makeup queen of the season, I think. Uh, yeah, um, it is interesting uh, you mentioned um, the legs instead of the arms and the chest. Uh, there is, I believe, on their Instagram, a photo that they're like, oops, I look like Eva Destruction. Um, as a reminder, they are Greek. So mm. yeah, that, that's a thing. 
Um, yeah, it's very interesting. My burning question is Pythia is out of this world with a tinge of villain, but will her weird translate to the judges? Because we got to remember, we can love a queen, judges who have to love them back. Um, and Candace Drag Race said, I feel like was pretty level with their critiques last season and and most of their decisions were correct. I know some people are still upset about Jimbo, but was I think Jimbo fourth place was the right decision. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm definitely just the, the, the expression. I'm definitely getting crystal method out of it. Um, and like, like I said, I like being wrong. So Ian, I hope I'm wrong on her. I, I want to be wrong. Um, but yeah, I think she's going to be very, very interesting to watch. Um, this look is a toot. Huge toot. toot. The audience agrees. 92% toot, 8% boot. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm the one who tanked her. Uh, I had a um, Pythia at 10, Annie at 2, Ian at 5. So, sorry. Okay, next up, we have the 34-year-old from uh, Ottawa, Ontario. It is Isis Couture. Isis, alongside fellow Season 2 competitor Adriana, are the first queens of Latin American descent to compete on Canada's Drag Race. They have a younger brother who does drag under the name Savannah Couture. They call their drag a sexy nightmare. Ian starts off on Isis Couture. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, I this is perfect. It's great. Yeah. I mean, the, the outfit is perfect. It's amazing. I love that with something like this, I feel like it's normally, we would see it in completely different colors. I That's what I would think. That's what my immediate yeah. thing would think for like reds or like black or, you know, like I think that makes it a lot, makes it even like cooler than that. Um, the hair I think is so fun. The makeup is great. Um, and I remember her being someone though, that in the confessionals for me came, there were moments where it just seemed a little catchphrasey that I didn't exactly, that I was kind of like, eh, okay. Um, but overall, I think that they're going to do very well. I think they're going to be great. I'm thinking maybe a little more middle of the pack than um, that, but uh, we'll have to see. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be like funny, which is always like drag race's biggest thing, mm -hmm. which is the biggest thing. So like that would be um, the one thing for me, but I don't think they would have a problem with that. I mean, this outfit in and of itself is saying that they're like down to like do whatever. So I think that's great. Um, yeah. Anybody think? Yeah, I agree. I think this was, I have to kind of look at them. This was, if not the best, like one of the best looks from the promo for me. And I, you know, I agree with you about like the color. I think the fact that she mentioned she was like, ooh, I'm like a sexy nightmare or something. I think the fact that she did this sort of floppy children's toy thing in pastel made it kind of like fucked up and cool and like a little freaky. Um, she mentioned like sex being like a big thing in her dragon. Like she's, her body on her Instagram is like great. I, I think this look really would have just gone abundant, uh, above and beyond if she was like cinched and padded and had some like titties or something, just because I think that like, it's clear that's what she does in like most of her other looks. Mm -hmm. uh, this was 100% the, the best hair of the promo. I think the buns aren't actually hair. They're like literal, just like bunny stuffies. Um, I, I think I think they're poodles. Something like that. It's super yeah. cool. Um, I love that kind of like fetish element with the choker. Uh, her makeup is stamped. I, I, I really love the way she paints. She looks like an angry baby. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm obsessed with this look. I'm obsessed with this queen. She seemed like a little shy, but a fun shy. Like, um, she just seemed kind of spontaneous and spunky and like, she's, she seemed really endearing. And like, this look doesn't give me underdog because she seems like extremely talented, but I think that yeah. people are going to underestimate her personality wise. And I think she's going to do solid, if not like go to the end. Yeah, I, I, I'm very excited by Isis. Um, my burning question based on the Meet the Queens is they came to make a single friend who will be their friend. I <laughs> am worried that um, that because we all know that they filmed those after the season aired, that Isis is not going to get along with most of the cast. And that makes me a little nervous um, because, I mean, they say they paint that way, but they they look mean. They look angry. Um, that doesn't mean they actually are, but that's what makes their paint so intriguing and so engaging. I love a look that includes neoprene. Um, and this, so the material here is really cool though. Um, neoprene does write up if it's not sat well. So if you look at when she's sitting on the ice cream cone, that bottom uh, leg is kind of flapping up a little bit, but I think this is so much fun. I have high hopes. Um, I give this look a toot. Two huge toot. Audience, 85% toot, 15% boot. Where are we on Isis? Well, I have them at five, Atomic Annie at four, Ian at seven. So kind of again in the middle. Um, I just know that I have this like bad tradition of queens that I really like that I think are fun and funny and campy always end up in fifth place. Every fucking time. Katya, Bendela Cram, Ms. Cracker, Jackie Cox. The list goes on, and I feel like Isis is going to break my heart and end up in fifth again. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I, I'm I'm in, I'm engaged. I'm intrigued. Um, any other final thoughts on Isis? This isn't a thought on her, but I I do think like it it's worth mentioning. The I think nine out of twelve of these queens are people of color, and I think at least a quarter of the cast is trans. Um, and I think that that's just like so sick and I'm glad yeah. that Canada, Canada, like I think a lot of Amer Americans assume is a really not diverse culture and country. And I'm glad that that's not what's being represented. And I just think it's cool that we've got a lot of trans it's, people, a lot of queens of color. It's what's really interesting is when the cast came out, I had someone message me and they said, wow, this is a very white cast. And I said, no. Sure, it may be white presenting, but it's not. It's very diverse. Yeah. Um, and I think it, you're right. It should be celebrated. And I hope that it is a discussion that happens within the show. Um, but yes, it is. There are a lot of queens in this cast who are white presenting. And that just doesn't take anything away. But right. on first image, that's what unfortunately happened. Are you ready for our top three? Yes. yes. All right, coming, and you want to, craziness is all three of these are in my top three. So that's Yay. how the numbers work. Number three is my number three. It is the 24-year-old from Toronto, Ontario. It is Eve 6000. Eve 6000 comes from the glue E6, uh, E6000. Her previous drag name was Eve Summers. Uh, they are trans, non-binary. Eve did Michelle Dewberry's makeup for the Miss Loose Jaw pageant on season one for that challenge. Their favorite song to lip sync to is Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now. I mean, is there not an, a person in the world who doesn't like lip syncing or singing to that song? <laughs> right. I get triggered by it now, but that's a different story for another podcast. Anyway, 
Eve's drag is all things beautiful, campy, and glamorous. Annie, start us off. Yeah. Um, so Eve is like one of the most like honest queens that I've like spoken to. She's just like very direct in like a good in a good way. Um, and so I think that like that's gonna take her far. And she also, I know that they a lot of times film promos after um after they film a few episodes. Mm-hmm. And she had that kind of confidence and like laid back vibe of like we know that she kind of turned it during the season and she didn't really have to like do a whole lot. Um, I love this look. It's very like um, like the trans flag, but done in a really artistic way and not just doing like three stripes. Um, she gives me like Jane Mansfield. I, I, I love her padding. I know she comes from like a somewhat pageant background. Um, and you can see that with like how polished she is. She has some of the coolest makeup in the cast. I just, um, speaking as someone who's like had the chance to chat with her, like she's so nice. She's extremely polished. She invests like so much energy into her drag. Um, and so I think she'll just like, I see really good things for her and I'm, I'm really into this look and I think she didn't need to do a lot and it's, it's effective on its own. Uh, so I'm excited. Ian, what do you think? I actually, she was one of the people I was not really kind of about. I, 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 I get it. I like, I, yeah, it, there's like an extreme level of polish that to me sometimes can seem a little boring, but yeah. um, I, that is just, but that's as a viewer of a, of a television show, mm-hmm. um, I can imagine they're extremely entertaining, um, but for where the direction of Drag Race has been going, excluding Holland where everything is just very, very sharp for some reason. Um, <laughs> I think that <laughs> this just kind of seems like uh, as an outlier, this, at least what is presented here. Um, but uh, there is uh, the, the Meet the Queens was very engaging. Like you said, very like upfront, very forward. There was no, uh, there was no facade of trying to uh, have this be my catch, uh, my catchphrase moment. Like I'm actually yeah. just talking to the camera. Um, one of the other people in that are still remaining to be said, I have similar thoughts about, um, but I thought that was so, so, so nice. Um, yeah, but I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, I've seen this. was kind of where I went. I mean, it's like the wavy yeah. hair. I was like, okay, yeah, everything looks very nice. But um, but that being said, this is just the promo shoot. So like they, right. she knew this, that she knew that this is just what this the assignment was. I meet this assignment because I did so much on the show, maybe. I mean, yeah. That's the image. Absolutely. Yeah. My burning question is they say they there has never been a realer bitch on drag race. Will the realness read on camera? Because sometimes, you know, the editors do their own thing. Um, I'm excited by E6000 because I mean the name alone is brilliant. Um, I I I do enjoy this look. I think it is very classic and it it does pay homage to the trans colors, and I think it's well done. The wig is by Connor McCaldin, look by Desai. Gloves by Lucy Miu. Um, those are names that came up a lot last season. So I feel like Eve is very well connected in the Toronto um, design scene. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I there there's a, an engagement to Eve that I feel like this is someone I could connect with and have a have a coffee with and talk about life with which you don't always get on on these these shows so that's where my um, intrigue comes from with eve 
Um, and this look, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's simple. It's understated. It's not the one that's going to make the biggest impact, but I'll still give it a toot. Yeah, toot. Too. She gives that good like she gives that good vintage like tease too where it's like I I love when a queen who's like just bodied does this like really kind of Jessica Rabbit silhouette with like referential fashion and it seems like that's kind of her thing. Audience was 73% too, 27% boot. Two queens left. Oh well well, we had I was at three, Tom McCanny at one, Ian at nine. Two queens left, which means we got a winner pick for me and a winner pick for me. And who do you think is going to win out? Which one's going to be? Annie, make your who, select for us. Oh, who do you um, think's going to be next? haven't been picked yet? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say y'all chose uh, Geometric as runner-up. We're going to talk about Geometric. Uh, 29 years old from Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, that is my winner pick. Geometric is the second contestant to be named Gia after Gia Gunn from Drag Race Season 6 and All-Stars 4. They are non-binary. Gia's favorite song to lip-sync to is Applause by Lady Gaga. They are the drag aunt of Kendall Gender. Um, My burning question is, they have star quality and talent, but are they just a pretty twink? And that is my biggest fear for Geometric. The um the confidence that we got out of Gia in this the Meet the Queens, I was like, that's why I think I'm so engaged because you are confident, you know what you're gonna do. I do question what Gia was told for the promo look because the colors are not like everybody else. Yeah, I <laughs> genuinely think that when you look at the whole cast. Like, this might sound, like, dramatic. I think this look ruined the palette of the promo. When it's, it's like it Boa no, last season. Yeah, it no longer looks cohesive. Um, like, Tina Burner in the season 13 one, where you're like, why are you Ronald McDonald? Like, I love you, but why are you Ronald McDonald? Everyone's wearing pastels. Um, and this was just sort of like, she had this, she really wanted to wear it. And she was like, I'm a, like a jawbreaker or something like that. Like, I don't know that the green. <laughs> none, of, none of this makes sense with the promo. No, but it's, but it's, it's very alien. It's like it's very it's very like uh it's just alien. I love this ear sock thing. I think that's so fun. The little like mm-hmm. it looks like it's made of paper or something. I don't know, it's so fun. They, again with the pasties though. Um and they're <laughs> a little bit of a lighter green than anything else that she's wearing. But they're wearing, which is kind of weird. But the look is that, by uh Evan Clayton here by Koji Ichukawa. Okay. Um, I am not going to lie. I, I really don't think she's going to do well. Um, I, she probably had my least favorite meet the Queens. Um, she like, uh, like Ian was saying, felt the most catchphrasey to me where it was just, everything felt like a little generic and a little bit like she's super excited to be there and she's going to walk in with a lot of confidence and she's immediately going to get knocked down a peg. Like she gives me, um, Although she's like, like the edit that Kine got last season where she walks in uh, super confident, super excited to be there. And she, she, I feel like is probably going to win a couple lip syncs and then head right on out. Um, again, I, this is one of those situations where I feel like I've seen this look, but better before. And I, I just cannot comprehend why the, like the producers or the set designers weren't like, hi, like you cannot wear this for the promo. It just doesn't look good. 
I mean, usually they have some backup looks in their repertoire and they're like, here you go, put this on. And then right. the queens are like, are you fucking kidding me? And then they get destroyed when we, us as followers do this. I like Honey Davenport got ripped apart because that was not what she went there to wear. Right. Um, but yeah, I feel like they were like, well, we don't have anything else. So um, have fun. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say the promo look where she is more stone faced looks like James Charles. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. James Not a Charles bad thing. With, um, with no, eyebrows. But... Yeah. Well. Um, but I, I really do love the hair. If, if this was just a standalone look that was for something else, I think this look is incredible. Um, I wish it worked with the promo look a little better mm-hmm. with everybody else, but I will like drag Jimmy team. Neutron. <laughs> yeah very yes yeah i'm here for that and, and and even that like that nail glove is so cool with the, yeah, the so claw cool. i'll give it a toot two soft toot for me like it's good in another context probably audience 81 percent toot 19 percent boot so i had her at one ian at two tom mckinney at nine and our winner <laughs> kendall jenner Ian yeah. one, I had it too. So we just flip-flopped the two of them. Um, and then Annie is at six. But Kendall Jenner is 30 years old from Vancouver, British Columbia. Their drag name originated from the, their name out of drag being Kenneth, so Ken Dahl, a nickname she got in high school. The last name is a play on words to fit in with their obsession with pop culture and to enforce the idea that gender is a construct. Kendall's favorite lip sync song is Run the World by Beyonce. They are an activist, having raised over $25,000 last year for various charities, including Black Lives Matter Canada. Ian, kick us off. This is the winner of Canada's Drag Race Season 2, I think, kind of hands down. Uh, This is someone, this is like, as clearly stated by what I was saying before, I watched this interview and I was, this is the one person I was like, oh, I need to go see her Instagram. Like, I need to go see what else they do because this outfit, there must not have been a steamer. There must not have been something available. But I was like, I need to see something else because I liked the actual garment. But I was like, there is something missing. And it was like crumpled up in a bag before she got there. But I was like, but I think that, then I looked at what else is on her Instagram. I was like, oh, if this is what, is presented on top of the personality that I saw. Like, it just seemed, it's like a, which is kind of weird because, okay, because of it's a TV show, it's like, I want to be able to relate to the person. So like, sometimes you don't want the queen to be a character, but I wasn't getting, I was getting a, which is a weird thing to say, but I was enjoying how much of a real person I felt like that was there. But then Mm -hmm. I guess it also was kind of like, well, what's the point? But I mean, but I mean, I, I love, I, I love, maybe the, she's a performer. I mean, th- that's the point. Um, I, I love the way she was speaking. I thought she was so fun. I mean, I guess Priyanka is the same way. The same person in and out. Yeah. Um, I was just like, I, I was getting totally real person. There was not a single time to the catchphrase. They were sharing what they do. They're, 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 but they have, I can see, see like this drive to do so well. And like, they're going to do well because they're going to be the winner. Like they're they're the winner, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. Annie, what do you think? 
Yeah. I mean, you kind of sold me on her. Like I, there's a lot of Queens that I could see doing well. And a lot of Queens I could see like bottom of the pack, with this cast. And so I think she just sort of like fell in the middle. Um, I really don't like this look. I think it would have been like, like if she had chosen to do the half and half thing, the silhouette needs to same stay like consistent all the way around. Like if it was, I would say that I would want it to be that gown, but then like, it would just be more non, like it would be more wrinkled fabric. Um, <laughs> but also the lighting in this promo really washed her out because she is not that pale, like in every mm -hmm. other context I've seen her. And so I uh, thought that was strange because she is like one of the, what, like three black queens on this season. Um, right. I, she gave me like, I hate comparing queens, but the first thing I thought of when I saw her was Jackie Cox, which is like great. Cause like Jackie's a fucking icon just in terms of the way she like speaks super eloquently about, like she really seems to care so much about like the community she's from and the way that Jackie was like ride or die, like New York city activist, like the same in and out of drag. Um, and yeah, what's weird is like, I really don't feel like this look is representative of any of the other drag I've seen of Kendall's. No. Because she's, no. she seems like gorgeous and has these like really cool looks. Um, and a lot of her drag seems to be like an ode to sort of black women in pop culture, which I think is so sick. Um, yeah, I don't like this look. I really like this queen and I hope she does better than I thought she would. Cause like, I, I see her going much further than top six, but you know, this look is just my burning. My burning question, can the political queen get the crown and bring change to Canada? Ian, I think you said exactly what I was going to say. I didn't pick her as my winner because I couldn't hit get lightning hit me twice because I nailed Priyanka last season, but exactly felt the same way about Kendall where she's a real person. She is the kind of person who you want to represent your show. This is yeah, the, yeah. like... I have for a second because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get it two seasons in a row. Um, and I, I think she she very well can win, and I am, would be very happy and very proud to see Kendall be the winner. Um, and maybe that's why she chose this look because she's like, I want all the um, eyes off me so you can love me later on. That teeny tiny, I mean, even just looking the her the waist is so teeny tiny. Her body. Like the, I, that's nuts like very very the, much um, the trade of the season oh but yeah she's super like, cute on this drag so cute um maybe, maybe it's a vancouver thing between gia and kendall that they like their colors and pastels are different in their eyes i don't know <laughs> uh because they both walked in in the wrong uh <laughs> i want to uh, know what the specific brief for this was i'll try i'll see if i can find yeah. out um i i, I we'll, we'll see if i can get my connections to get me some info <laughs> but um yeah i i'm very excited by kendall as a person as a drag artist not by this look this look is not great look by evan clayton hair uh -huh. by sean malmas again even the hair just doesn't work with the look yeah it's it's i don't know it's, i don't know it just seems like her drag is so referential like you can even see that in her name yeah. and i would have loved for her to do something kind of not like maybe camp but i was just sort of feeling like if you have this pastel kind of candy theme and your whole drag is about pop culture like there's there's so many music videos that have referenced this color palette that you could have gone off of. Yeah. There's so many like pop divas that you could have mm -hmm. really done a, a cool ode to without making just like a direct rip off of some of their looks. And like, that would have been a cool introduction to her drag because it really seems like it's that blend of pop culture and politics with her. And also mm -hmm. having like some of the best padding I've like ever seen. Um, it's it's yeah, really I mean, mind boggling. There's this one picture of her in like a purple singlet on her Instagram. 
where her padding is just like insane. And so I'm excited for her. I hope she does better than I, I put her at. This look, oh, I'm though. seeing this. She's in the shower. <laughs> it's insane. Ooh. It's insane. This look, sadly, is a boot. Oh, big boot. Yes. Boot. <laughs> Audience agrees. 29% yeah. to 71% boot. Yeah. That's our 12. Um, I think we I think we did very well. I think we're we kind we're all kind of on the same page with certain people. Some people have massive outliers, but I'm happy with how we we ranked them comparatively. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. One thing that I like to do um, is discuss the Instagram count prior to the season beginning. Um, and this kind of was an issue that Kamora brought up on Instagram about how much of a struggle it is for the queens of color to get the followers, whether it's pre-show or um, as the show progresses or as once you get the promo looks out there. So I want to go through um, where they all stand currently. Do either of you have a prediction who is the number one followed um, Canada's Drag Race 2 contestant? Um, I Probably Pythia or Eve or Isis. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Pythia. And I, I'm based on literally like how this fandom is. Like I'm going to guess that the darker skinned black queens are like right at the bottom of that follower count. You would be correct. Um, Oceana is Oceana is at uh, eight thousand thirty nine. Kamora eight thousand two hundred forty six. Then we have Beth at eight thousand seven hundred twenty nine. Cynthia eight thousand seven hundred eighty nine. Adriana nine thousand five hundred thirty one. Now we're jumping up to the K's. Suki doll at ten K. Stephanie at ten point seven K. Isis fourteen point five K. Eve fourteen point six K. Gia, 18K, Kendall, 20.8K, Pythia, 25.3K. So, yeah. We'll see how things go. I really hope that um, those five under 10K will get up there before the season starts. We can help them out. We're, we got a couple um, weeks, days. I don't, I don't know calendars anymore. I don't know. I think like math. 10 days. All right, 10 days before the season starts. Let's get them to 10K. So they, you can't even swipe up. I can't, so you can have the little tap (laughs) clicker thing. God, Instagram, that's why Instagram flopped this afternoon because they got rid of the swipe up. (laughs) Also, I just realized that this season is airing also on Thursdays. So Drag Race UK and Canada's Drag Race aren't only going to be like simultaneous. They're come out on the same day. I don't want to talk about it. It's making me really, really mad. Um, yeah, yeah, World of Wonder really fucked this one up, but do they care? No, they don't. They really, really want them to be insulated to their own country and the international viewers can watch when they want, is my feeling. Um, yeah. Let's remember, um, what is it? Uh, uh, December 2nd is Queen of the Universe. Oh, God. So we're going to have that What's on top that? of it. We, they've they've oh, already well, filmed like two All-Stars as well that are like in mm-hmm. the can. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it once this podcast portion is over, but I'm happy. I'm excited. You guys got me excited for this upcoming season. Um, I was probably at like a seven, and now I'm probably at a solid 8.5. Yeah, I'd okay, say wow. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm excited. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug coming up? <laughs> Annie, kick us off. 
Yeah, um, I'm underscore Atomic Annie on everything. You can find my Venmo, my PayPal in the links in bio of all of those. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I'm Ian Turnwald on everything. My Venmo is at Ian Zahara Benet. You can find it there, <laughs> as is my Pokemon Go. Um, Ian Zahara Benet, add me in Pokemon Go and let's play some Pokemon. Um, any upcoming things that I'm doing? Um, probably an open mic. So we come do that. <laughs> and I'll bake cookies always. So that's what I'm doing. Well, it was so much fun having you both on the podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having us. us. This is so fun. The biggest thanks to Atomic Annie and Ian for coming on. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.